on episode 330 of Nintendo Switchcraft, a third of Switch owners have something in common. Retro Studios has a job application out there for you. And Saint Row, Saints Row, Saints Row is going to have voice chat. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Why isn't the music starting? Well, while the music starts, I'll tell you that Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. Listen, if you want to check out the show live, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And this episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Martin S. Get Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar without any ads. I mean, of course you can get it for free. But if you sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash runjumpstomp, you can get the show with no ads, and it only costs you a buck a month. Uh, how, how easy is that? That's that's just too easy. All right, speaking of things that are too easy, let's talk about some uh, money that, that Nintendo's making. Introducing the next generation from Nintendo, new Super Mario World, created especially for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. It's a bit more exciting, a bit more challenging, a bit more graphic, a bit more colorful, a bit more realistic, a bit more levels, a bit more secrets, a, a bit, bit too long, enemies, a bit more friends, a bit more sound, a bit hotter. Bit- All right, I, I, I just shut it off. A bit more of what you want. Now you're playing with power. Listen, speaking of playing with power, uh, Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online has now exceeded. 9.8 million global accounts. This is according to Nintendo's recent financial briefing, which was released on Friday. I'm not really going to spend time talking about sales, but what I want to point out is that Nintendo Switch Online is uh, getting some pretty good growth. Uh, they they released numbers during their last financial briefing, and they said that they were they were having problems getting people to stick with it. So people would sign up for it, and then they'd let it lapse. And I think that now that Tetris 99 is out, uh, that is really helping them uh, with retention. Uh, In fact, Nintendo said one of the factors that may have led to uh, the success is the free game that comes with the membership Tetris 99. Uh, And the thing that we have to remember uh, is that Tetris 99 is, uh, it, yes, it's a free game for people who play Nintendo Switch online, but that's not going to last very long. I think right now it's got a halo effect. Uh, people look at that and they're like, oh man, uh, Nintendo Switch online is pretty great because it gets you Tetris 99. But I feel like Nintendo thinks that Nintendo Switch online is great and that the bonus is Tetris 99. But I think most of the customers are paying that $20 for a year of Tetris 99 with the bonus of Nintendo Switch Online, if that makes sense. Um, In order to keep these people around, I really think it is in Nintendo's best interest to make sure, make absolutely sure that they are bringing out more games like Tetris 99, games that are exclusive to Nintendo Switch Online players, and that they are free. And I think that that is going to keep people paying over an extended period of time because right now, outside of Tetris 99, 
unless you are enjoying playing the NES uh, games that they are bringing out, I don't think that there's much for you outside of being able to play online. And I understand that for most people, that's enough. And for me, that's probably enough. But there's a lot of people out there who play nothing but single player games. They're not interested in online gaming. Uh, A friend of mine still doesn't have Nintendo Switch online because he doesn't like Tetris. And there's nothing like he doesn't like Tetris. He's not interested in Splatoon. He doesn't uh, he he doesn't want to play Smash Brothers. He just likes playing single player games. And you need to get something to entice people like that to bring them into the fold. And I feel like the only way that you can do that is to bring out games that are easily played solo but are also an online experience and are very, very fun. Tetris 99 is a really good example of that. It's not going to grab everybody because not everybody likes Tetris, but it is going to grab a lot of people. The The, the things that are intrinsically um, unique to it is that you can sit down and play Tetris 99. It takes you... I think five minutes at most to play a match. Uh, you can sit down, you sit down. It is a solitary experience. There is no interaction with other people other than the people who are attacking you, but it still feels like a solo experience. It's not like when you're playing a game of apex legends or Fortnite or smash brothers. When you're playing these games, Uh, you are inherently interacting with other players in a way that feels like you're interacting with other players. And to a lot of people, that turns people off. People look at that and they say, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not interested in that kind of gameplay. So they pass on it. But with Tetris 99, it's a multiplayer online game that feels like a single player game. And I think that that's what Nintendo needs to do. Uh, they need to bring out these single-player multiplayer experiences, which is a weird concept, but they've already done it once with Tetris 99, and I think that if there's any company out there that is poised to do it again, it would be Nintendo. And, you know, watch this space right here because E3 is coming. June is not far away. We're coming up at the very tail end of April, and then May is going to go by in a flash, and after... After May is E3, and we're going to have all the hype and speculation of E3 uh, stuff. And then, of course, we're going to uh, talk about what, what Nintendo shows at E3. And I, for one, am really, really excited. But a lot of people are talking about E3, and they're saying things like, oh, well, look, we've got Animal Crossing that we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about uh, Luigi's Mansion. But what everybody seems to be forgetting about is Nintendo Switch Online. And Nintendo needs to pull a rabbit out of the hat in order to keep the people around and bring in more people for Nintendo Switch Online. And why do they have to do that? They have to do that because they need to get people used to... They need to get people used to um, having a subscription. A lot of Nintendo people have gone uh, blissfully... Um, unaware of the the dangers that it is subscription-style gaming. Uh, not that I think that it's necessarily bad, because 
a, a lot of these games, or I'm sorry, a lot of these subscriptions give us awesome stuff. I'm looking at Xbox Live. I'm looking at PS, uh, PS Plus, PSN. I can't remember. Uh, but I'm looking at those as a great example. I feel like that is very good value for my money. And then you look at Nintendo Switch Online, and while it's much less, I don't know that it offers as much value for its money. So the the reason why Nintendo needs to get people used to this idea is because eventually Switch sales will fade, which we're going to talk about Switch sales for just like a, a microscopic minute uh, in, in just a little bit. But uh, Switch sales will eventually start to fade. And if you look at what happen, what's happening now with Xbox, uh, with the anticipation that the next Xbox is going to be announced soon, uh, the PS5 having already been announced uh, and confirmed, the you know the, all that stuff. Xbox sales have really really slumped lately, but Microsoft is sitting pretty still. Why are they sitting pretty? Because they have games as a service kind of stuff. They have the Xbox Gold. They have the uh, or Xbox Live Gold. And then the Xbox, whatever it is, subscription that lets you just subscribe to playing games uh, that you don't necessarily own, but they are like you can play them when they come out. I can't remember what it's called, but those those two subscription services have really buoyed Microsoft's financials in a way that Nintendo can look at and say, that is incredibly attractive to us. Look at how Microsoft isn't selling very many consoles, and yet they're still making a bunch of money. And Nintendo looks at that and they say, well, we need to try and do something like that. Uh, Because if we don't, when the Switch's sales eventually do slump, we're going to run into the same issue that we had during the Wii U era or at the tail end of any of our console uh, generations when... Um, when people are anticipating the next one, stop buying the last one. That happens to every generation, but you know Microsoft is buoyed by their services. Nintendo needs to make their services more attractive, and one way to do that is to bring out these single-player, multiplayer experiences that are unique to Nintendo Switch Online. And uh, you know, as Chat said, I can't remember. I saw it a minute ago. Uh, somebody said, oh yeah, and get, uh, Joel Mead says, and get some SNES games stat. All right. So yeah, I think that would do a lot to help Nintendo, um, cement this 9.8 million and grow it more. Cause right now that's only one third of people who own a Nintendo switch. Now I don't know what the attach rate is for the other consoles and the, um, the subscription services that go along with it. I would assume that the attach rate is pretty high because you get so much with that subscription. You get it like, f- f- I hate to say free, but free, I'm using air quotes if you're not watching on YouTube, uh, free uh, games every month, as well as the uh, online backups and stuff. And while Nintendo is giving the same thing, it's not quite the same thing. All right, let's talk about Retro Studios. Now, bring the arcade experience home because your vision is our vision. ColecoVision. 
All right. The, look, if you know how to make video games, like maybe you're an independent developer and you're listening to the show or, or you've worked on video games in the past and you're a fan of Metroid. Retro's hiring. Retro is hiring and they're hiring to work on Metroid. It says here, joining the retro team means becoming a part of a company that is passionate about what it does and what it is part of the Nintendo legacy as a North American owned. I'm sorry, as a North American Nintendo owned developer, we pride ourselves on delivering high quality customized experiences in our games in the studio. Our unique style stands out and wows gamers all over the globe with games like Metroid Donkey Kong and Mario Kart franchises. We believe good company, culture, passion, and creativity are crucial to delivering great games. Retro is committed to maintaining an environment that supports those qualities, and all our employees uh, of our games are a reflection of these efforts. Skip to the end. If you are passionate about that quality, about being part of a creative culture, about Nintendo, and you're already one step closer to being part of Retro Studios. They are hiring specifically for Metroid Prime 4. Uh, it like There's a little block here. It says, we're looking for a few world-class developers to join the Metroid Prime team on our journey in developing Metroid Prime 4. Join Retro Studios today and help bring this entire game to life. Okay. I think that um, this is very, very cool, but... I want to make sure that everybody understands uh, what's happening here, okay? Some people are looking at this and they're saying, "Let's uh, uh, that that oh my god, they're not starting to work on um, on on uh, Metroid until just now." Are you kidding me? And I would say that. You, you got to understand that they have been working on this for a really long time. Nintendo already has some assets. I know that Nintendo said, look, we're, we went from the ground up. On the, we, we erased everything and we're starting from the ground up. I don't believe that for a second. I do believe that there is some, um, how do I want to say it? I do believe I'm very distracted because people are like things are happening in chat and I don't under, I don't quite know what happened. Uh, sorry. Um, how do I, okay. I do believe that they're throwing a good deal of what they already had done on Metroid Prime 4 away. Okay. I don't believe that they threw everything away. And I don't believe that Retro Studios started working on this when it was announced that they threw everything away. I think that Retro Studios had already been contacted and had taken over the project well before we were informed about it. Does that make sense? And I also don't think that Retro Studios is not just now trying to put their team together. They're just trying to expand their team. I guarantee work has already been done on on, uh, Metroid Prime 4 by Retro Studios, and it is well underway. That being said... There are people who look at this and they think, oh man, Metroid news. That means the game's coming out soon. No, it does not. Uh, I anticipate that this is going to be a couple of a couple of years probably away from seeing uh, retros, retro's uh, version of Metroid Prime 4. And that's too bad. Uh, but 
I would rather that they take a long time and get it right than do it quick and screw it up. Does that make sense? Anyway, uh, I've been kind of noodling about this for a little little while now. Uh, let's move on and talk about two games that are about to get voice chat, or the well, one of them already has voice chat on the Nintendo Switch. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When it comes to space games, nobody compares to Atari. Excuse me, have you compared them to Intellivision? Intellivision? Sure, they've got great space games, like Intellivision Space Battle. I didn't know. I, I didn't know that Mortal Kombat 11 had voice chat. Now, wait a second. What are you talking about, Bill? It doesn't have voice chat. I have Mortal Kombat 11 on the Nintendo Switch, and I can't talk to anybody. Well, you can if you have the Nintendo Switch Online app. All right, this ridiculous thing, the Nintendo Switch Online app, right now it's just got two game-specific services down on the bottom, but there's a there's a thing there that says voice chat right there. You see the voice chat? Uh, I'm talking to the people who are watching the video over on YouTube. Uh, if you if you tap on the voice chat when you're uh, playing your game, uh, people will be able to talk to you, uh, which is kind of cool. It could also be terrible because people on the internet are aw- the 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 most awful versions of themselves, and it's going to be bad. But it can also be great if you're playing with a friend. You guys can talk to each other without having to use the Discord. Uh, you know, which it it's not the best way of doing things, in my opinion. I still think that Nintendo should have voice chat directly on, um, directly on the Switch, but they don't. Uh, but Mortal Kombat 11 has voice chat built in to the Nintendo Switch Online app. Now, recently, uh, at Jmart 2K. Uh, said uh, he was asking Saints Row. He said, will Saints Row the third support any kind of voice chat on the Nintendo Switch? And Saints Row replied, yes, via the Nintendo Switch online app. Uh, so that's confirmation. More and more developers are going to be using the uh, Nintendo Switch online app. And I, 
I totally, I totally get why they do that. However, I would prefer that more developers either roll their own or use, I can't remember the name of the company, but there was a company that provided the voice chat uh, APK for Fortnite on the Nintendo Switch. And that one just works where you just plug a headphone, your headphones into your Switch and it's voice chat just like it is on any other console. I would, I would, I wish that, um, you know, Saints Row and Mortal Kombat did that and just left that stupid Nintendo Switch online app to Nintendo. Uh, that That's how I feel would probably be the best solution for everyone. Speaking of good solutions, let's talk about NBA 2K Playgrounds 2 Underground, whatever. I don't know the name of the game. Sonic 2 handles stubborn stains. Embarrassing bald spots, no problem. The latest Playgrounds 2 update. This is from 2K UK, which is a great Twitter handle, by the way. The latest Playgrounds 2 update is out of the world. Ball out on the new Mars Playground with some old faces in some new places. Brand new outfits on the court editor seems... I'm sorry, the court editor items are also available. Uh, but why am I talking about this? Because it also has cross-play support. You can now play the game without limits using Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Of course, you can't do it with PlayStation because Sony's a bunch of jerks. Uh, but uh, now if your friends are on Xbox and you're uh, on the Switch and your other friends on the PC, you can all play together using cross-play, which is great. I love seeing more and more developers do this. And honestly, the very first thing, the very first thing that I want to hear out of Sony's mouth and out of Microsoft's mouth and out of Nintendo's mouth, every time they, they bring a console out from here until the end of time, the very first thing that I want to ask them every single time, does it have cross-play support? It is clear that it can be done now. So when the PS5 launches, I want that question asked. Video game journalists, all right, are you out there? Are you listening? The people who actually are able to sit down and ask these questions of these uh, of these uh, very high ups at these companies. That's the first question you need to ask. You need to ask, will you support cross play between all platforms? And if they give you a bunch of PRBS, there's an acronym for you. They give you a bunch of PRBS, then you need to call them on it right then and say, I'm sorry, you're not answering the question. Either tell me that you won't answer the question or answer the question. That's what needs to be asked because if the PS5 does not have crossplay as a feature, I'm not buying it. If the Xbox One or Xbox Two or whatever it is that they want to call it, if it doesn't have crossplay as a feature, I'm not buying it. And if the Nintendo Next Switch doesn't have cross-play as a feature, I'm not buying it. Of course, Nintendo's kind of its own animal because, okay, when I say cross-play, I mean for the games that are available on all of the different platforms. All right? So I'm happy the NBA 2K Playgrounds 2 is including that. I think that's great. I still am not really interested in that game. Um, but I think it's awesome that they are including cross-play. I just wish it was with every single console. 
Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is now officially, officially the best be- selling. Oh my god, I almost said belling. The best selling fighting game of all time. It sold 13.81 million sales. 13.81. Listen, that is almost. What is that? So I think the Nintendo Switch sold. 34.74 million consoles. I need to I need to do some math on stream here, uh, which is never a good thing. Let me just get my calculator out and carry the two. All right, so um, 13.81 divided by, what's the other number? 34.74. That's a 40% attach rate. 40% attach rate for... Uh, uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. That is a really good attach rate, especially considering that that game has only been out since December 3rd. That's a really good attach rate for the Switch. Uh, that's fantastic. I think that uh, that's great, great news. And uh, Mortal Kombat, you got some competition. And it seems like Smash Brothers Ultimate has, it really is ultimate. Uh, let's let's move over to feedback. Buy a ColecoVision and a Coleco game cartridge by November 15th. We'll send you a free Cabbage Patch Kid by Christmas. Okay, I got some feedback from a bunch of people tweeting at me, so thank you very much. If you want to get in, become part of the show, you can tweet at me, at RunJumpStomp. Use the hashtag NintendoSwitchCraft because I got a bunch of different podcasts, and it makes things easier for me to sort and build my show notes. Uh, so, uh, Glenn Taren... He's from Earth, I guess. Uh, he says, at Run, Jump, Stomp, do you ever think that Nintendo will make classic versions of their portable consoles such as Game Boy? I think a Game Boy Classic with preloaded games would be awesome. Uh, and, of course, he used the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. Yes, I, I do think that Nintendo will do that at some point. In fact, I think that they probably already have all of the development done for it, and it's just sitting there in a locker uh, or actually, they're sitting there under glass with a little red sign that says, in case of emergency, break glass. If Nintendo has a bad quarter or a, a bad fiscal year, I think that uh, Mr. Furukawa will go over, break that glass and say, hey, everybody, here's the Game Boy Classic. They probably have the same thing with the um, uh, N64 Classic as well. Like They've got it in a glass box waiting for somebody to hit it with a hammer and release it. And I don't think that that is going to happen at all until Nintendo sales or a Nintendo Switch sales start to fall off. It's something that they can use to give themselves a boost when they need it without cannibalizing sales from the other uh, hardware, if that makes sense. Because let's 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 think about it this way: if Nintendo brought out a second console and you were like well am i going to get the switch or am i going to get this other console like that would cannibalize sales for the switch but if they brought out another mini console i don't think that a lot of people would say well am i going to get this or the switch they would say well i'll probably get them both you know um anybody who would buy a game boy classic I don't think that they would be deterred by the fact that they already have a Switch unless Nintendo starts porting Game Boy games to it, which we haven't seen them do yet. I mean, they 
they ported Game Boy games to the Wii U, but not to the Switch yet. And right now, Nintendo is just putting Nintendo Entertainment System games on the on the Switch. So, will we see a Game Boy Classic? I think it's without a doubt yes, but not anytime soon, especially with Nintendo selling so many Switch units. All right, uh, let's see. Hopple writes in a two-part tweet. It says, oh, okay, so this is in response to me saying that uh, Mario Kart Tour is getting a beta test on Android. And I was like, why Android? And I blamed Apple for not having a beta test platform. And of course, I was wrong about that because I don't follow mobile phone news as closely as I used to. And back when I did follow it, or Apple didn't have the option to do that. Uh, now they do. They have something called Test Flight, which will I'll, I'll read Hopple's tweets. Hopple says, uh, maybe Android gets a beta for Mario Kart Tour because of the many different devices compared to iPhones. This is brilliant. This is absolutely brilliant. I don't know why I didn't think of it. If you have an iPhone, the developers know exactly what specs you have. They know exactly how it's going to run on all the different versions of iPhone. If you have an Android phone, there are a billion different versions of an Android phone out there. So it's important, especially for an action-based game like what I assume Mario Kart Tour will be, uh, it's it's essential that it's going to run at a good frame rate. So Nintendo needs to find out, okay, what's the bare minimum? And they can't go out and buy every single android phone and test it on all of them so what they do they just put it out with a beta test to to get people to try and uh beta test now i haven't signed up for the beta test because i don't i don't have um an android device however i'm going to guess that when you are signing up for the beta test uh they're going to probably have a question on there that says, what Android device do you have? Does that make sense? And then they can they can pick and choose and they could say, oh, this person has this one and we don't have very many people who are running that phone. Let's make sure that we get them in this beta test so we can get good data on how it's going to run. So if you have a, a unique phone, I would say, or an unpopular phone, I would say you're probably more likely to get in on this beta test than somebody who has, say, a Galaxy Note 2, or not Note 2 for crying out loud, a Galaxy Note whatever. Um, Does that make sense? I I think it does. Uh, Hopple also had another tweet, and they said, Apple has had an app for open and closed beta tests. It's called Test Flight, and then he gave me a Wikipedia link to that. So thank you very much. All right. Uh, Adam Lee at Boomer1989 tweeted at me, uh, in response to the latest episode, I play 98% handheld and constantly keep track of my battery. He's referring to uh, when I said I never have run out of battery on the Nintendo Switch, and it's not really something that I worry about, but I'm sure that there are people out there who do. Uh, and this was mostly in response to the rumors about the new Nintendo Switch that might be may or may not be coming, and the fact that I said that um, what'll be really different is the chip. Whatever chip they're running is not going to be more powerful. It's going to be more efficient 
that's if that those rumors turn out to be true. You know, if you want to hear the whole thing, go back and listen to the uh, most recent episode. But uh, in response to the latest episode, uh, this is Boomer again. I play the Switch 98% handheld and constantly keep track of my battery. I rarely run out of battery because I constantly work at keeping it charged. It's always on my mind, and a longer-lasting battery would be welcome. And Boomer, I, I totally understand. That's not my use case, but I know that Nintendo has said that roughly 50% of the people who use the Nintendo Switch play it handheld only. Handheld only, that is very, very surprising. And that also lends credence to the idea of would a Switch with the Joy-Cons attached sell well? And I think it would. It wouldn't sell well to me, but I think it would sell very, very well. Okay, uh, so thank you for your feedback to everybody. Again, run, jump, stomp. Use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. Let's get out of here. When it comes to space games... Oh, we already heard this nobody one. Nobody compares to... These people are upset because even after waiting all night, they were unable to get their kids a new version of a game called Dragon Quest. Become part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can also watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Get a hold of me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. If you're looking for ways to support the show, stop by runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And for more content like this, check out runjumpstomp.com slash shows. Uh, check out note block that's the music that's playing right now i will see you guys all very very soon thanks for watching bye bye